Welcome again, everyone, to the Two Toms Talk and Travel podcast. We are the official travel experts here in Podcast Town. And if you don't believe us, just ask the mayor. Ready to get down to business and talk some travel, Tom? And let's do it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It is episode 12 for the Two Toms Talk and Travel. And I am joined by my podcast brother, Mr. Tom Carnes, LaMachia Travel down there in beautiful Kenosha, Wisconsin. How are you, sir? Tom, I'm doing good. Just like I said, very sad that I'm not in the studio with you today. It kind of throws my whole podcast mojo out of sync when we're not together. But I know. Well, we still got the chemistry, though. We can still make it happen via Zoom. That is true. I mean, we were, we're an hour apart from each other on a daily basis. But recently, we got to spend ample time together, didn't we? We did. Once again, you know what? Two times talking travel, we do travel. In case you folks didn't know it. We talk, too. Yeah. In case you didn't know, we're actually are traveling. I think this is my fifth trip. And then you've had two trips. So we'll get into that a little bit. We got a lot of great ground to cover. We have an exceptional guest today. Who is this? Who do you speak of? Oh my gosh. This is near and dear to me and I know to you. Maybe the finest Carnes out there. We have Cassidy Carnes, our business development manager for Delta Vacations, daughter of my esteemed partner. She brings a lot of great travel knowledge. She's been in the travel business stamping brochures since she was seven years old, maybe younger. I don't know how early you get them going in the... You know, her first intro into the travel world was back in the old days. We were such a staunch FunJet vacation supporter. I mean, Apple vacations to us was like a swear word. I mean, we... Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, FunJet was near and dear, was owned by the family. So when it's owned by the family, you really take it upon yourself to march with that beat. And Cassidy, when she was a little girl, probably four or five years old, she had heard conversations about FunJet being the number one and Apple's the bad guy per se. Not really, but... And I remember standing in the airport in Jamaica waiting for my suitcases to come through. And Cassidy was probably four years old. Monica was holding Emma as a baby or maybe even was pregnant with Emma as a baby standing off to the side. And I look over at the carousels, the suitcases are coming over, and I notice Cassidy's standing there, and she's plucking tags off suitcases, and she's throwing them on the ground. And I run over there, I'm like, I notice that all these bag tags on the ground were all Apple Vacation bag tags. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, we hate Apple Vacations, Dad. From that moment on, I'm like, oh. Oh, my God, yeah. She was carrying the flag right there. Yeah, so. Obviously, she's come a long way. She has some great travel background. So we're going to get into some conversation with uh, Cassidy. We have some great questions to ask her, and she brings a lot. She's got a great company she works with, and the quality, the product that she represents is global. So. Yep, absolutely. So that'd be two times taking it global today with that. So, well, speaking of global, so once again, we had the opportunity to venture out into the world. You and I were both together at an executive retreat down in Cancun just a little over a week ago down at the Dreams Natura Resort and Spa and technically Riviera Maya, but that was really, really good. I think that was from an overall perspective and all the business aspects. The weather was perfect. There was a lot of great colleagues we work with in our industry there and our host from Appalachia Group Vacations were awesome. There's a, like you said, it was an executive leaders meeting. So we talked a lot of business, which we're not going to bore our, our listeners with that. Just let them know that we are constantly learning and training and trying to make ourselves better as well as the products. But I do want to give a good shout out to Dreams Natura. I mean, I had never stayed at that property. 
it's fairly new. I think it's like a year and a half old, which means it's been closed for a year. But the property itself, I absolutely loved. I love the quaintness of it, the rooms. I thought this is an ideal place for a family with kids 10 and under. Yeah, what I liked is that you're right. It had a little over 500 rooms, but it seemed much smaller. Wasn't spread out. It was really organized in kind of a U-shaped almost configuration. So everything was right there, easily accessible, easy to walk to. As you mentioned, for the kids, had some really cool stuff. Had a had the water slides and then had the roller glider. The aerial glider. Aerial glider, which I and a group of our friends and colleagues jumped on. And that was fun. That was it's like sitting in a harness going down on a roller coaster. It was actually really cool. Just enough adrenaline and danger for me. I thought it was interesting. The first morning I was there, I opened my blinds to my room and I'm looking out over the pool and the water. And all of a sudden I see somebody zip by flying. I'm like, what was that? I didn't even know anything about the glider or the pools or all that stuff was there. And all of a sudden I'm seeing this person zipping by across the pool area. I thought that was so cool. I thought that was really neat. I'm glad you got a chance to try it. I did. Yeah. And obviously for the kids and even the adults, they were all really checking that out. And while we were uh, up there, you could see people doing it multiple times, really enjoying it. And there's no cost to it. It's not like there's some additional cost to do water slides or that glider. I mean, any of our listeners that are out there, I mean, this is really a great property for multi-generational. So grandparents and kids and grandchildren go. The dining was fantastic. The thing I like the most is the pool setup. I mean, as quaint as it was, the pools seem close when you're there, when you look at it from a balcony. But when you go down, it was spaced well. There's social distancing of the chairs, but you don't ever feel like you're... Sometimes you go to a hotel and a resort and you go to the pool and you feel like the only spot available at the pool is at the boring pool where you don't know what's going on. You're kind of disconnected. And this gave you a feel of being involved in every one of the pools all around. You could kind of see what was happening. There was an adult section, but you never really felt that removed or that second class of a pool attendee or whatever. I just really dug that a lot. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, we didn't get a chance to experience as much of the pool. In fact, they had a really nice swim-up bar there that I never went to. Oh, my goodness. We just were busy and had other stuff going on. But the vibe there was good. Like we said, wasn't super busy, but wasn't a ghost town either. I think really just the right mix. So Yeah. And to be completely honest, if I had to say there was one drawback of the property, you were the one who pointed it out to me because I just, it was just that the nighttime. There's the nighttime bar or the nightclub that they had there. It just kind of seemed like an extra room with some music in it. It didn't really feel warm and fun. And so there's no real nightly entertainment. And again, could have been the week we were there as they're just reopening again and whatnot. But that would be the one thing. And again, I want to be completely honest and transparent with our listeners is that if you're one of those people who like to put your kids to bed and go watch the band or get, you know, that might not be the place. But if you're rocking it out during the day, having a great time, enjoying the slides, enjoying the aerial glider, enjoying the food and the beach, the beach was fantastic. And you crash out and you're good to watch TV with the kids at night, perfect place. And I think the pricing on it is very, very, very competitive. So I dug the property. I really did. Yeah, me too. Yeah. No, I remember the night you wandered over to the nightclub disco over there and, and you didn't stay long. I'm not sure why, if it was the electric slide or what was going on in there. I looked a little perplexed when I came back. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. There, you know, <laughs> dancing is, I mean, it's not for everybody. The music was good in there. I can tell you yeah, the music was good. Yeah. And so you just have to kind of take the nightclub scene for what it is. But yeah, so there was a lot going on there and we really had a great time and yeah, and you stayed an extra. I left the day early because I flew home. 
on Thursday night. Yes. And then I flew out to Cabo San Lucas on Friday morning to spend the weekend with my wife, kind of a vacation weekend. Yeah. And we went to LeBlanc, which yes. is probably one of the top, top all-inclusive resorts through the Mexico, Caribbean. Absolutely. And we surprised friends that were there. And I kept telling them, this is the nicest. And two of them had never been in an all-inclusive before. So when they were just so thrilled and impressed, I'm like, you guys are screwed, man. This is your first look at an all-inclusive. And You're ruined for life. Exactly. You're a client. Yeah, once, that's always fun when people have never been to an all-inclusive and they don't get the whole concept of the fact that everything's included. Yeah. And they're a little trepidatious, like, seriously, this isn't, you know, I can do have whatever I want. So, yeah, Tom, people are going to think all we do is go on vacation. And it's not always vacation, it's work. But we're, you know, on all of our podcasts, if you notice, we tend to be recapping our own travel experiences, which is what we want to bring to our listeners for sure. Because... Not only do you get a sense of what's out there, but kind of know that when you're ready to book travel, the two of us have been there, done that. And also a lot of our travel agent colleagues have been there, done that. Correct. Pretty well versed in travel. And it does. It does sound like we brag a lot. So I know I know my Facebook posts. How can you not? How does it not appear to be bragging when you post a picture of, I woke up in Cancun one morning, slept in my bed Thursday night, and I was having lunch in Cabo. I mean, okay, I was bragging a little bit. There's no doubt about it. But the experiences are, they absolutely get transferred to our listeners and to our customers. I mean, that's the key to what we do and that's the value we bring. No doubt. Hey, when you were down in Cabo, did you see uh, Juan Carlos? Juan Carlos, who's on episode 11. As a matter of fact, we came in on a Friday and went home on Monday and Juan Carlos actually picked Monica and I up and drove us back to- Oh, that's awesome. So we I'm could so spend glad some you time got... talking to him about his product and about- Cabo as well, and how it's opening up now. The things are loosening up there very much. And again, I can't express enough how safe, how clean, how everything is at the resorts. I mean, everybody's wearing a mask. We wear a mask in general from maybe from the pool up to the elevator to the room on the way to the restaurant. But when you sit at the bar or you eat at the restaurant, you can take your mask off. But I just, I can't tell you enough what they go through in destination to make sure that our that you, the listeners and our customers are safe. It's just so commendable. Yeah, no doubt. And hey, one cool stat that we heard that was really encouraging when we were at our forum and at our business meeting while we had Dreams Ventura is they've been tracking, as you all know, we talked about in the last episode, you have to have a negative COVID test three days or less prior to returning from your international destination, such as Cancun. And they've been tracking the arrivals and the number of cases and in the first 30,000 arrivals that occurred after that January 26th start date, the number of positive tests was, I believe, 14 after it was all said and done, which is like 0.007%, which is a tiny, tiny percentage. So that was super encouraging to hear those stats and the fact that they're tracking it and they're ensuring that they have a great sense of what's happening on the ground. And you know, for all of you that are considering a vacation, that's the scenario that you're all considering. So just know that initially in the, you know, in the first now three weeks of this, the numbers are really very small. The chances again, COVID in destination are pretty slim. I do want to make mention of one special place that is a nugget for every one of you listeners out there. In Cabo San Lucas, we went to dinner at a farm to table restaurant. It's more than just a restaurant, to tell you the truth, called Flora. Farms, F-L-O-R-A Farms. It was up in the mountains of San Jose del Cabo. So where we were from was probably a 25-minute ride 
up into through the desert, you're going through these dirt roads and you're like, where the heck are we going? And you pull into this lush green tropical looking place that has these old kind of remnant brick farmhouses. It has little patios. It has a little pond. And it is probably one of the most unique dining experiences I've ever had. Everything was served there either comes from the farm on the 25 acres of Flora Farms or any of the meat that's raised is also purchased from the ranch just adjacent to it. And I had a pork shank that was absolutely out of this world. The appetizers that we had were everything from the chicken liver pate to white asparagus. It was one of the best meals I ever had. We sat there and walk the grounds. Truly like magical is the best description I can give you. The service was excellent. The vibe was fantastic. They had live music. So right in the center bar, it had four different bars set up at like different areas of the property. And right in the center of it, they had a band, just kind of a chill band playing everything from the doors to the stones to the dead acoustically. And it just was something. I'm putting it up there with one of my top five experiences of traveling globally. And wow, I just that's recommend huge. anybody. So there's Flora Farms. There's another property called Acre, which is up there, which we didn't experience. And then lastly, there's another one called Tamarindo. You can see I've done my research on farm to table dining in that area. So highly, highly recommend it. Even if you buy an all-inclusive package and you're staying in an all-inclusive hotel, it is definitely worth venturing out and paying for. So you made advance reservations and so forth prior to that. So yes, yeah. So that's a good thing to include in your itinerary if that's something that you're into and you want to experience something unique. And I give you credit, man. You've been branching out. When you went to Cancun last time, you took it all the way down to Hobosh. You're getting out. You're not just camping out at the resort at the all-inclusive. And I think that's really important. A lot of times, I'm guilty of it. A lot of times, do I really want to get out there and do this? But like you said, that's where the magic is. So. You know, that's something your travel agent can definitely help you discover as well. So, yeah, that's awesome. I know you and I are going to talk a little bit more on our next show. Look at us. We're all planning. How We're all planning. On we are. I can't believe show. that. We're going to talk a little bit more about what the future of travel looks like a little bit. And, and I read a very interesting article, and I just kind of been embracing it by what you just said to me, is that conscious travel. Conscious travel is really kind of where... I think I'm heading towards more and I see a lot of my customers heading that way as well. So we'll talk more about that episode, Lucky 13. Yeah, number 13. So uh, that's a good start to uh, episode number 12, but uh, we're going to take it up a couple notches right now because we are going to bring in your family. We're going to bring in Cassidy Carnes, your oldest daughter. So we're going to welcome Cassidy Carnes to the show, business development manager for Delta Vacations. Who is flying this plane? All right. Well, Cassidy Carnes, welcome to the podcast, Two Toms Talk and Travel. How exciting to have some family here for once. I mean, now we can outnumber the other Tom. Well, Cassidy, she's been lobbying for a long time to get on here. So I think she feels like we've been ignoring her and we've had 11 episodes before this. And finally, we have Cassidy Carnes with us today. Yeah, nepotism is absolutely at work here because there is a huge line of people that we have moved her to the front of for episode and we did. We bumped like some big, big names. But welcome, Cass. Well, thanks for having me, guys. I'm a little offended. It took me till episode 11 to have, you know, your daughter on here. But I'm happy to be here. And thanks for having me. Yeah, no doubt. Not just, yes, you are Tom's daughter, one of three. 
but you are also a longtime travel aficionado. And so you bring a lot to the party that way. When we started the podcast today, we talked about some of your escapades when you were younger and just how you got started in the travel business. So we want to talk about that for a minute. How long have you been technically in travel? So I've technically been in travel, I would probably say for 22 years. I started as a brochure stamper or sticker, had to have it very straight on the back of the brochures. And through the years, I've worked my way up from shredding uh, travel documents to answering phones, to booking travel, to being a BDM for AIC Resort. And now I am a BDM for Delta Vacation. So really started at the bottom, now I'm here. So pretty as illustrious career. So you're 25 years old right now. You weren't stamping and stickering brochures at age three or four. Yes, I was. After soccer practice, we'd have to go, well, soccer games on Saturdays, check out the agency and you had to do something. So you're like, here, put these on here. I don't know what you're talking about. That's yep. child labor laws. I think <laughs> in my soccer jersey, stamping brochures. Our intro to you, my first memory of you in the travel business was in Jamaica at the airport. Remember? When- Yeah, that was my famous pulling bag tags off of everyone else's luggage. Just very weird to say now that I'm from Delta Vacations, but fun jet vacations. And I saw all these Apple bag tags and I'm like, well, that's not cool. So uh, someone wasn't watching me and I walked up to the baggage carousel and I just started ripping everyone's Apple bag tags just right off of their luggage and saying, boo, Apple vacation. So you were trained well at a young age. But that's loyalty right there, right? Yeah. Definitely loyalty. Would that be one of your strengths, you think? Yeah. So I also wanted to come on this podcast to prove why I'm the best cards in travel. And I made a whole list and loyalty is definitely number five. So I'd like to say that. And that says a lot because there are a lot of Carnes in the travel industry or that have been in the travel industry. So what's on that list? Well, one is I'm the tallest out of my family. And I'm that means I'm closer to God. So that's why I'm the best. And then number two is that I think I'm the funniest card and the nicest. So those are my top three. Oh, nice. Okay, your dad's pretty funny. Yeah, you are the tallest. If you don't count <laughs> Uncle Rick. I guess the immediate Carnes family. Right, there you go. Because I was going to say, Uncle Rick is the funniest and tallest. Uh, yeah, there you go. That's good, though, because we've got to get an Uncle Rick a shout out in here from time to time as well. So again, one of the original currents is in the draft. So you are tall, you are funny, you are nice. And I would agree with all three of those things. I've had the opportunity to spend some quality time, and I can agree that that is, in fact, the case. You tell me I appreciate that. Well, you do know your other sister works for AIC Resort, so she gets a rebuttal time at some point. Yeah, well, she definitely that. has to have equal time on the Two Toms Talk and Travel podcast. I know, and Emma's getting funnier as she gets older, so I'm a little bit worried about number two. No, no, absolutely. <laughs> so I had the chance during my last trip, Tom and I were talking about our trip down to Dreams of Natura this past week, but I flew there on uh, Delta Airlines, and I want you to know that it was really, really good. Delta, as you know, in the past podcast, we've talked a lot about Delta's business decision to leave the middle seats open. and. That really was a nice way to do the distancing, makes it comfortable on the flight. I tend to work on flights, so it's nice to have the middle seat open because I have a place to put my briefcase and put all my paperwork and whatnot. So it was really, really good. Great aircraft. I love the onboard Wi-Fi. I watched some movies and live TV. So really was a great experience on Delta going down there and back through Atlanta. Thank you. And we're really, really working hard to make sure that 
our travelers are comfortable, like you said, getting rid of that middle seat, cleaning the aircraft. I've been lucky enough to go to the airport a few times and watch the hydrostatic fogging or the spray down of each aircraft after people deplane. And it really is great. And not only do we have Wi-Fi on board, but you also get free texting. So that Oh, is, yes. Yeah. Free messaging. Yeah. Yep. I got logged into that. I think I might've got a couple texts while I was up there, but just the service that you have there, I think that was really exceptional. I accrued some sky miles. So hopefully someday in the future, as we continue to fly, I'll be able to redeem those sky miles for some free trips or some other great options that you guys might have. That's what I like to hear. We talk about Delta Airlines right now and Tom's experience flying and Delta is such a huge corporation for our listeners, our consumers out there that are listening. You work for Delta Vacations. Explain what's Delta, what's Delta Vacations, kind of tell us what you do. So what I do at Delta Vacations is we put together vacation packages using Delta Airlines and their joint venture partners. So we can get you anywhere in the world that you want to go. We match the Delta flights with the hotels. And what's cool is we have all of the benefits that you would get with Delta. So if Delta issues a waiver for travel or for any sort of COVID, Delta Vacations gets that waiver too, and you are able to use it to modify your vacation. We also have Delta Vacations delivering the Delta Clean Standard. So that our hotel partners to have the same standard that we have on our planes in destination. And you also have the whole Sky Miles aspect too. So you can actually earn Sky Miles with booking Delta Vacations and use your Sky Miles and exchange them for Delta gift cards to purchase your Delta Vacations package. So your travel agent is actually able to apply those gift cards to your booking. You know, it's kind of interesting. Is So basically what you've described is vacation package where everything is bundled together, your air, your hotel, your transfers, your taxes. It's one of those things. So you compete with FunJet Vacations, with Apple Vacations, United Vacations, Travelers. There's countless, countless other tour companies that you compete with per se that do the same thing. One of the neatest things I think about, especially having gone through this past year and seeing some companies struggle, some companies go out of business. I mean, for a consumer, a customer, I mean, the Delta brand and the Delta backing and finance is so tremendous that by booking a vacation package for Delta Vacations, I mean, you're guaranteed that they're going to be there for a while. Their buying power and their staying power is huge. They fly out of almost every gateway in the United States. I mean, it's such a, now I'm speaking as a travel agent, it's a great brand with a great variety of options. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great company to work for. And we're all in sales, but I can confidently sell this package, this company, and know that it really is the best for our consumers and for our travel agents working with us. Yeah. And as, as your dad mentioned, I mean, it's one of the interesting things or the cool things that you guys offer is that it's the world, right? The whole world. It's a global brand. So what's on your bucket list? Like some of the the more exotic or as we come out of COVID and we can travel a little bit more freely and widely. Is there something that you're dreaming about? A place that you really want to go? How much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> I should have told you not to ask that. Yeah. You say yours and then I'll say mine and your dad can give his too. Cause I, I have one on the top of my head. Perfect. Awesome. So I'm really interested right now in South America. I would love to go to Rio or Buenos Aires. Tokyo's on my bucket list. South Africa, that's the first thing I can do when I can travel internationally. I want it to be South Africa or Morocco. So I really like exotic destinations and just anywhere where 
it's a little bit on that. You don't have to be uncomfortable, but you're out of your comfort zone traveling and learning about different people and learning about different cultures. So those are kind of like my top four right now. That's awesome. Tom, what's yours? Mine, I think is Santorini. I've never been to Greece. I've never had that experience. And all I can really go off of right now is the pictures and the Mamma Mia movie. (laughs) But hey, I just got an obscure movie reference in there. You had a movie reference is great. And you just crapped yourself. I mean, come on, Mamma Mia. Yeah, no, that's one of my daughter's favorite movies. So I probably oh, watched you, it like okay, eight times. Okay, you got it back. You get your dad card then. <laughs> so Santorini or that area in Greece, I think, would be very near the top of my list. I was supposed to go to Peru last summer. Yes. So Peru is still on the top of my wish list. I'm hoping to do that in 2022. But I also, after my daughter Cassidy's journeys throughout the Far East, I am intrigued by Thailand. I need to get to Thailand in the next year. I just I've heard amazing things about that. So Peru and Thailand are the two areas that I'm jonesing for. And I'm I'm assuming Delta Vacation goes to all these wonderful places we just discussed with oh yeah. Four code shares. Who do you code share with? So we have Korean Air through um Seoul would probably get you to Thailand, but we do have live direct out of Atlanta to Lima. Nice. That's great. Are you guys still the nation's largest? I don't know if we are the nation's largest. I would have to double fact check that, but I mean, we can get you anywhere. Right. And that's kind of what's going with that. You have code shares with airlines across the world. So it is definitely worthwhile to be able to book and stick with something with Delta. Yeah, no doubt. And hey, Cass, as a travel agent, I want to personally thank you. And if you could pass this on to the executives at Delta, I want to personally thank you for eliminating change fees. You are welcome. I know I had a lot of say in that. It was a lot of lobbying on my part, but you are welcome. I mean, that just makes life so much easier for us as agents and for our clients. Folks, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can change your airline ticket now without having a change fee. You still have to pay the differential if there's any change in your fare, but it just makes life so much easier. If you have to make an adjustment to your schedule, you want to stay an extra day, you want to come home a day early, you're not having to deal with those change fees. And that makes life much simpler for everybody and gives people the flexibility that they need to get out there and travel. So thank you for that. Tess, before we let you go, my dear, what would you like to share with our listeners and our travelers out there? All three of them. (laughs) Well, before we go, I would like to say, once again, the benefit of working with Delta is we do get their waivers. So if you or your clients are looking to book a package right now, book it now before March 30th because you have the ability to change the booking as many times as you would like before December 31st, 2021 with no change fees. Now, if there is a difference in fare, you will be responsible for that. But anyone looking to book a trip right now, call your travel agent and book with Delta Vacations with those unlimited changes. Fantastic. All right. Well, hey, Cassidy Carnes, Delta Vacations. We're so happy that you joined us today. We're so happy that we can get another member of the Carnes family involved. Your mom's been on the podcast, dad. If we keep going through this, yeah, we got a, a few more members that we need to bring on. We're going to really be out of ideas if we got to get Lily on. <laughs> She'll probably be the most entertaining. No, no but doubt. But no, no. Most entertaining. We appreciate you taking the time to join us today. So thank you so much, Cassidy. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. And I'm happy I can finally join the podcast. You got it. We'll see you soon. Be good, honey. Take care of yourself. Bye. All right. That was great. Cassidy was great. Very nice to hear from her and very good. Great to see her and learn a little bit about what's happening in her world and with Delta Vacation. So great conversation and 
awesome that she could make the show today. Yeah, you know, it's funny as I kind of reflect back on that interview and listening to where we're going from here, it's so wonderful to hear a young voice, fresh voice in our industry. Yes, for sure. And again, with worldly experience, but just energy and optimism and a whole lot of uh, passion. Oh, for sure. And for our listeners out there, yeah, she's part of the family, but I mean, she really does have wealth of experience on the all-inclusive hotel side, on the airline side now. So at a very young age, so very much appreciate her and all of her insights. I think that was awesome. So put it this way, I didn't sleep with anybody at Delta. I have no photos of anybody (laughs) at Delta. So she earned that job all by herself. There you go. That's awesome. So, hey, where are we going to go from here, my friend? We have episode 13 coming up. I can't believe that that seems like a big number since we started off really not too long ago. Yeah, you know what? We've been working on what's the future look like for travel. We think that's going to be a big part of our next show. But we also are very excited that we have a kind of a nationally known guest on our next show. And just going to have to kind of wait to hear about it. But he's an advocate for the travel industry and the travel people. He's a writer. Very excited to have him join us. And provide a little insight into how he sees the world of travel opening up and very excited about that. So yeah, no doubt. I looking over the materials that he provided. I mean, yeah, he really is on top of really, he has his finger on the pulse of a lot of what's going on and kind of use it from a different perspective. Whereas you and I are working travel advisors in the industry, he, he has a little bit different perspective. So we're looking forward to bringing that to our listeners on the next episode which was what we want the show to be. I just wanted to share something. I saw something really kind of silly. As everybody's getting vaccinated and they're getting their shots and the quarantine is hopefully slowly going away, I read a very interesting article that the Western Wall in Israel is actually also getting vaccinations right now. They are, during the downtime when nobody's traveling, obviously they're trying to do everything they can to maintain and keep the integrity of the wall, but they actually have, they're injecting the wall with these big needles and these big syringes with dissolved rock. So if you see the photo of a guy standing on a ladder, he's got this big needle, looks like you're getting a tetanus shot, and he's sticking it into the brick, into the stone. And he's injecting this dissolved stone that supposedly kind of regenerates itself. It builds the strength back up. Wow. And it keeps the integrity of the wall. And I just found that really an interesting concept. And I'm hoping that the last year, many of these great ruins or many of these great monuments or historical sites, that they've kind of exhaled a little bit, breathed a little bit of relief of, okay, the tourists aren't pounding on us. But it kind of gave a little bit of a reprieve. And it just made me think, I think when we come out of this, some of the changes that we're going to see are going to be more limited access to sites and places. But I just thought I would just share that with people. No, interesting. Yeah, no, you're right. Because I think you are really right. When people start going back to some of these destinations, there is a regeneration, kind of refreshing and giving some of these places a rest. Because you mentioned Machu Picchu and Peru. One of their greatest concerns pre-COVID was over tourism. They were getting to the point where There was just too many tourists and it was impacting their destination and impacting historical sites and things like that. So as we come out of this, one of the positive silver linings is a lot of these places have had a nice rest from all the tourists that were impacting the environment and so forth. So I think that's a huge positive. Travel responsible. Travel responsible, travel conscious, as you mentioned earlier in the show. So Just travel. Absolutely. I'm all excited for it. Well, I'm excited too because we're seeing the light. My agency's been busy 
I've been booking a lot of individual travelers, some small group travel, a couple destination weddings have signed up here recently. So that gives me a lot of confidence and hope. And I know you've been busy. You're back in the Lamakia Travel Headquarters right now. Back in the saddle selling travel, which is not one of my specialties, but yeah. yeah to. You got to bring in the reinforcements, right? And do what needs to get done. So for all of our listeners, just know that we're ready as your professional travel agents. And I know that our agency colleagues are out there ready too to get to work, getting your next trip on the books. Absolutely. Well, I'd say thank you to everybody for going through my family reunion with me today. That was wonderful. I loved it. Same here. So with that, anything else you have before we uh, let the folks go, Tom? It's time to start planning your travel, people. Start That's right. getting a hold of your travel yes. agent. Like I said, if it's not Tom or Tom or our businesses, please support your local travel agents because yeah. they're going to always have your best right. interest at heart and they're your advocate. Turning the dreams into reality. That's what we do. So everybody, thank you so much. For me, Tom Brusso, Sensational Beach Vacations, and... Me, Tom Kearns from Lamakia Travel. Thank you for joining us, and be good, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.